We live in the age of social media. After Facebook and Twitter won the initial popularity contest, all they had to do was allow people to post what they thought in order to hold on to a significant market share. But that's not what they've done. As a result of widespread censorship and the outright banning of modern-day heretics, new platforms have emerged and have started taking their users. My name's Nick Elliott, and I'm here with my brother Andrew, ready to record another edition of the Sounding Board podcast. Make sure you visit us at soundingboard.com, rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends and family, and join the debate on our Telegram channel by going to t.me forward slash soundingboard. Thanks for listening. you've been labelled as dangerous, misleading misinformation by Twitter. Hey, you, you your tweet in the last twenty four hours. One, one of my one of well, like a retweet or a, a no, no, no. I, I just assumed you saw this. One, one of my actual tweets. Yeah, hang on, hang on, I'll load it up for you. Little old me. <laughs> Here we go. It's your your ivermectin one. There is absolutely clear evidence that ivermectin works as both a prophylactic and a treatment for COVID-19. Dissuading people from taking it is costing lives. So you were, quote, tweeting. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember that one. Someone else talking about Lawrence Fox. It, look, 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 misleleading. You, you've got the misleading on, badge. You, you, no one's allowed to reply to it. Misleading. No one's to... Learn about emerging treatments for COVID-19 from health experts. This tweet can't be replied to, shared or liked. I, I thought I didn't get any traction on that. And that's why. I, I did wonder why you weren't wearing it as a badge of honour. And that, no, now I, know I, had, why, I had no it idea. It didn't tell you. So no. that's interesting about the platform is that it doesn't tell you. Of course it doesn't. What, you don't <sighs> think they want to ram it down people's throats like they do when they ban you? No, I, I think... I and, think ma- and make you delete them. Make, make, you know, walk you through shame. Shame! <laughs> no, I think they, they probably want you to feel demoralised because you're not getting likes and retweets and, and, right. and messages. Um so they, they they don't tell you. It's like when they you know they don't tell you they're shadow banning you and and all that kind of stuff. You know they'll just kind of take you out of searches and they won't let you know. So I've just so I've just I've clicked on that link that Twitter give. Okay. And this is this is a Twitter curated. I don't know if you've ever looked at any of these things. I remember looking back at the one back when I was on Twitter during the uh, um, uh, the general election in America um, and reading the ones saying elections in America are completely fair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and going after, through after spending four years saying that they were completely unfair. Exactly. So uh, the, the main headline on, on this is the World Health Organization's advice on treatments for COVID-19. The agency has issued guidance on a number of drugs and COVID-19. Huh? <laughs> well, you, I was thinking about taking some COVID-19, so yeah. that's, that's going to be really useful. What you need to know, WHO advises against the use of ivermectin in patients with COVID-19, except within clinical trials. An expert panel from WHO strongly advises against use of hydroxychloroquine to prevent COVID-19. WHO has made a conditional recommendation against the use of remdesivir in hospitalised COVID-19 patients. It has been approved by the government in India for restricted emergency use. That's interesting. Don't, have you heard, Just have you heard the term run death is near? No. <laughs> you know, it's no. one of my absolute favourite terms that has come out of this. This is, this is doctors and nurses referring to remdesivir yeah of course run death is near i mean That's isn't that very good genius sorry you wanted to pick me up on something the first line where you're talking about taking 
taking or treatments and COVID-19. Can you just read that the out again? The agency has issued guidance on a number of drugs and COVID-19. That just sounds like, you know the podcast we did a couple of weeks ago about COVID-19 actually being a vaccine? Yeah. It's, it's, almost, it's almost like a, a slip-up, isn't that. it? Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just can't believe that must have been automated because I mentioned the word ivermectin. I, I think so. Because there's no way they would have investigated someone with as, as few followers as, as me. No, I don't. No, no, I don't think anyone's reported you or anything like that. I think that must just be well in the same in the same way that I got an instant ban for using the c word five times mm. in a tweet. That that was an instant, an instant strike. Yeah. So there's just there's clearly just stuff that's just in the app or in their algorithms ready to go. But I find it interesting that. Well, I don't find it interesting. It's it's tragic, isn't it? Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are the two on here saying you shouldn't use them. Uh, and they're the, the two strips of pills that I gave a colleague of mine on Friday for his partner, who's now feeling a lot better. So his partner had it as well? Uh, he didn't have it. He didn't have it. it was his part- he, he hasn't tested positive or anything. Partner so this is somebody. This, is, this is somebody else because you, a, a yep. podcast or so ago you mentioned another different colleague. colleague. Different right? Colleague. Okay. Different colleague. Well, it's what I had. It's what I had, and it turned me around in four hours, four and a half hours. Yeah. But we can you know, the number of people in our little clinical trial here that we've done hmm. of of a of a cocktail of vitamin D, zinc, hydroxychloroquine, and ivermectin is you, me, my wife. My wife's friend, <laughs> my wife's friend's tennis partner. No, no. Uh, <laughs> colleague at work, colleague's partner. That's um, sister-in-law, brother-in-law. Right. So that's eight people. Eight for eight as well. It's not like you yeah. know they're the only eight we know who've had it, and yeah. everybody has had a positive effect. Yes, exactly, exactly, and 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 quickly as well. Yeah. I mean, I still go back to your, your your wife being the best example because she took it, felt better, forgot Stopped to take it, it, felt worse, yep. took it, felt better again. Yep. So th- th- there's no coincidence there's with no that. There's no grey area there, is there? No, no. not at all. Not no, at all. crazy. But that, that is the world of social media as we now as we now live in. You know, we're, we're going to... I mean, we're on Spotify. I, I'd be interested to know if any of our listeners actually listen to us on Spotify, but we, you know, we're we're on in the Spotify catalogue. Obviously, we're not I'd, making money off them or anything. We're not, we're not, we're not been bought like Joe Rogan. But there's a chance that our podcasts, as a result of the latest announcement from Spotify in the last 24 hours, are going to have warnings against them, much like your misleading warning there on Twitter. So, be careful out there, listeners. We might be giving you some dangerous misinformation. Misinformation or disinformation? Well, it's all just information, isn't it? I, I would say so. Information is information. What, what you do with it and whether it's right or wrong, and, and even that's binary thinking. The, the idea that information can be dangerous? What's that about? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, can, I, can see it being, I can see it being dangerous for the government. Oh, it's dangerous for their... Um, for their propaganda machine. Mm. Oh, right, I saw a Zuby tweet um, from a couple of days ago. He, I think, absolutely nailed it. He's like, he basically said, it's not, when they say misinformation and disinformation, they mean blasphemy. Mm. Isn't that, isn't that absolutely bang on? We've yeah, talked about it being 
a cult, about being a religion, about being a, a matter of faith. You know, the, the idea that the vaccines work is a matter of faith. The idea that masks work is a matter of faith. Um, and this is, it, it, it's their form of, of blasphemy. It's got nothing to do with whether it's right or wrong. It's got to do with it being against their narrative, against their religion. I th- yeah, I think we, we talked a bit about that before, about Jeremy Corbyn, I think. And, and, you know, like in his cult, if you say anything negative about him, like he actually did stand there with a wreath. That was kind of, that's blasphemy, isn't it? Um, but I, yes. I, don't, I don't think we've mentioned it about about the COVID regime. What was the term he used? I was present but not involved. Yes. Sta- standing there. Holding the Holding wreath. the exact wreath. Yeah. Crazy. You had some you had some stuff on social media, didn't you, that you wanted to talk about? Well, yeah, I could I could talk quite a bit on on the social media side of things, um, mainly because there's been, I think it's worth tracking some of the changes that have been on on platforms, the sure. addition of platforms. Now I've not publicised it on on here specifically, um, but I've been on Getter since August last year. So I mean, it had it, only been out for a couple of months at that point, and this is the Twitter clone basically. Um, and I registered on it because I've not I'd not been on Twitter for six months at that point. Thought, okay, if there's a, a mass move of people over, I'm, I'll be ready for it. Um, never really posted much on it because there was never anyone there. A few people that I knew who knew me came came over at the same time. It was like, oh hey, are you here? You here you are. And there wasn't enough of us to get a conversation going. And, and there certainly wasn't enough people posting things that I would normally find on Twitter. To use Twitter as some form of news source, and I don't mean corporate press. Um, and all of a sudden, and it was when um, Robert Malone got banned. Dr. Robert Malone, one of the co-inventors, patent holder of mRNA technology. Um, He's got nine patents, I think, hasn't he? Something, in total? Like, that, something like that. Um, when he got banned from Twitter and then went, fine, I'm over here on Getter, uh, when he announced on the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, the, the, I mean, the timing for him was, was fantastic. Get banned. It was already booked in. He was going to go on Joe Rogan. They made a proper faux pas. Um, and then he publicised him being on Getter. And then a load of people moved over. And from that moment, so this is December. This is before Christmas. From that moment, Getter became useful to me to me personally suddenly you know lots of people came over your uh, yeah, the people that I had been following on um, on Twitter or and here's where you know if I'm going to talk about my, my kind of timeline of social media I came off of Twitter at the end of 2020 uh, and then I kind of moved on to Telegram and got into Telegram which is a completely different way of consuming information and of talking to people and engaging in conversation, um, I actually really like it. You know, we we publicise on uh, on this podcast that we have uh, a Telegram group. Uh, you can start threads. I mean, there's a number of different ways of running a channel, running a group, um, but we start threads with a post, uh, and then people that are in the group can then reply to it and create create you know threads within that. Um, but we're the you know the admins are the only ones who can post something new. Uh, but that does keep things quite separate. You can have a conversation, then it stop, and then you can start a new conversation before it gets kind of too long and people start hijacking it for other things. So, as a as a as a medium, it's quite different to Twitter. But because loads of people moved over in that kind of 
one of the first waves of banning in 2020. And people like me just going, I don't, I just don't want to be on there anymore. It's, it's not even just that it's such a toxic place. It's just that there's so many warnings and, and so many people getting banned. It's like, I just, just, just don't want to be there anymore. So moved over to Telegram, subscribed to a number of groups of people that couldn't get onto Twitter or, or, or had given up like me. And immediately, um, Telegram started developing the app more quickly. So more features started coming out as a result of this, you know, onslaught of people, including making navigating it easier. You could basically scroll down the list of posts and threads in, in someone's group. And then when you get to the end of it, if you then scroll again, it takes you to the next one. Things that make it more like uh, a feed based uh, app, but still with all of the benefits of it being um, being this, you know, this different style of getting getting to the content. Um, so I moved on to Telegram, went on to Getter. Getter then became useful towards Christmas 2021. I then had my, what is now becoming a customary, um, you know, complete switch off um, over Christmas. Uh, my, my wife kind of insists it. It's like, turn off from work, turn off from COVID and politics and everything else. <laughs> Let's have a proper break, which is great. So I didn't, I didn't look at any media whatsoever. But that turned into a bit of a rip off the band-aid of, um, uh, of Telegram. I haven't really been back on Telegram since. If I was to look now, I would have hundreds and hundreds of unread posts in all of the groups uh, that I have on there. Um, so I'm, I'm not really going into that at all. And it's been replaced by Getter. Now... There have been criticisms of Getter. Yeah, so I, I heard that they are they 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 still censor, but they censor for different things. So if you criticise Getter or the founder of Getter, you'll get you'll, you'll get, get taken off. Yeah. yeah, straight away. Um, so they're not they're not quite the absolute free speech platform that they that people were hoping they were going to be. Um, I'm still hoping they're unflappable at some stage. My, the, my main not criticism with that is it, there isn't an app. Um, you just have to have it on your phone. And my phone keeps forgetting the um, the, login. the login, and yeah. I don't think you can integrate it with the password. I've got a password manager on my phone. I've but got I've got Bitwarden, but I, in order to have the password saved, I would either I'd have to have it in like the Apple Keychain, which, which I don't do. I don't want to have my passwords in there. Yeah. So every now and again, I'll kind of look up the password and then kind of manually type it in, but it, it keeps just logging me out. Mm. So I haven't haven't been using that as much. Well, and, so that and and there are still few. I don't know if it's out of beta yet. I think I think that's the issue at the moment. Um, I, I I was finding it, again. I'll, I'll I'll use the term not useful yet. Um, people on there I know and like and can chat to, but to be able to use it as a as a proper source of information and to uh, and to post and receive meaningful comment. Well, it's more it's like it's more like a, a WhatsApp group, isn't it? At the moment, with it all is, your mates. It, exactly. Exactly right. Um, as, you know, as opposed to when it when it when it gets big. Parler as well. Do you remember that? Because yes. I think I think they're back. They are. I think they're back, and I, I haven't logged in or used them since. I don't More know if they're, if they're any good. But you see, straight away, I want to I want to say that you know the more the better, and I know it would be easier if everyone just was on the same platform. But actually, right now, I'm finding the the competition good. Parler wasn't very good as an app. Uh, for me on an Android phone, it never, it never, the notifications never worked. So that was one of the first things that I had to go on and have a look. 
Um, I wouldn't be told if I was mentioned or, or, or had someone replied to me or, or anything like that. Um, but as I say, I, 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 like, I like Twitter for getting actual information that the, the big media is not reporting. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah it's, it's where At the I moment. would go. And, and then Telegram replaced that as the place to go for, right now, the videos of the Canadian truckers, mm. for example, for protests in France, for, for, for all, of the, all of this stuff. Um, it, it's a social media platform that you have to go to, I think. There are obviously some websites, and so the point is it's the social media platforms that help share the articles written on the alternative uh, media sites. Um, Get has been criticised for being part owned by the Chinese, and and, and and as you say, not having quite as strict a, a sense of uh, of free speech. But it's so infinitely better than Twitter. The, I, might, I, might, argument, I might register then. I haven't the, I haven't registered yet. The, the argument that I'm, you're not going to go on Getter, but you're going to stay on Twitter, I find I find that fairly absurd. The arguments people make for moving to Gab. And I'd be interesting to know whether you've got any experience of that. I've, early on, early on. Right, because that also doesn't have an app. That also is, you save it essentially as a, and, as and a that's, shortcut. That, that's, that was my issue with that as well. Yes. It, it, I kept getting logged out, so I couldn't be bothered. Now, I registered with Gab uh, a month or so ago. Again, just insurance policy stuff. Just you know, In the same way that I registered for Getter. It's like, well, I'll register for Gab now and I'll potentially start building my following on there um, and, and choosing to follow people I know are on there as a starting point. So when when Telegram and Getter get banned, I'll, I'll be on to the next one or whatever. So for that reason, I find that there's multiple ones useful. As a result of um, registering, I'm now on the mailing list. And so I've been getting the emails from the Gab founder, which have been interesting to read and him posting um, interviews that he's had recently and stuff like that. There has also been, again, because there's been a big influx of people onto Gab as well as Getter. I think I think the, for the same reason, people, again, the, the, the wave of people getting banned like like Robert Malone on um, uh, on Twitter. And um, Majid Nawaz, he got banned, but he seems to be back again on Twitter. I don't know quite what happened um, there. Because he got banned on Twitter and then uh, moved over to another platform I want to talk about, which is Substack. The point is, there's so many places now. Did he get? Did get... he get banned? Because he got sacked, didn't he? Yeah, he, he got fired. He got fired. Thought... He, he got. He got. So his contract was up in April. Oh, they, um, they, they terminated him early. But they they, they terminated him early and said, "Look, you're not yeah. coming back in the office." So he was he was yeah. effectively fired. Yeah. Um, I mean, just to mention a couple of others as well. There was so I remember using. You ever heard of Float? No. Yeah, so that was another one. Um, I I don't know if it's improved, but it was so it was one of these. It was a platform that tried to allow you to monetize stuff, oh, so you right. could have a feed, and you could have some of your posts, for example, could be you know if, if somebody subscribed to you, yes. they would see the you know everything, um, ah. but some of them you could you could put for free. The issue was you would see everything. You just see these redacted things saying subscribe to this user to do it, to, yeah. to see this. And, and, and I was just getting... Oh, which is a bit like a Patreon feed if you've not subscribed to it, isn't it? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, but that was a bit... That was a, a little bit annoying because... That, and there was an... Um, there was another... Uh, Mines as well. Mines is another one. I heard of that one. Um, yeah. uh, I, need to, I need to get now, that. Now, I that looked look. at... So, I, I mean, I very much read the, um, the Getter um, Terms and Conditions... Um, to to see what what they would consider you know bannable, um, I've also read the Gab ones. The the again the idea the notion that Gab is a no holds barred platform is also wrong. 
okay, uh, they'll they'll obey the law, and the laws are wrong. <laughs> yeah, in you know certainly certainly in America, certainly over here in the UK. Um, so the the idea that you can post anything you like is 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 not true. It's not the Wild West. Um, and final final point on on Getter. Even if it's owned by the Chinese, right now. I'm getting what I need and I'm able to post. Right now, I've been able to post whatever I like. I, the, the, there's this period over December uh, and January where everyone just kind of flexed their muscles on Getter. All the people who came over and were literally writing things like, I'm not allowed to write the following on Twitter, so I'm going to write it here. And they were just posting stuff all the time. Loads of um, anti-woke things as well. There's a lot of... Uh, a uh, lot of trans arguments going on on Getter, which obviously means that everyone thinks it's a horrible, you know, misogynistic far right platform. Like like anything that isn't that Twitter isn't is always labelled as that. Um, but the, but that's died down again. It's like people just wanted to get off their chest the the ability to say certain things. Mm. And to a degree, I did the same. As soon as I realised that there were people there that I could you know that I could talk to again, um, I started posting stuff that I knew I wouldn't be able to post. Uh, on Twitter, so I felt the freedom <laughs> to post on there, which is good. Uh, and as I say, I think I'll probably do something similar with Gab. Find some people that that I know are on there, start things on there, potentially get to the point where I'm posting some things twice. Yeah, it would be good to. That I would like to find somewhere that you can just post, a, you know, a whatever. Um, uh, you know, tweet or a, 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 a parlay or whatever, a post, and, and it would fire it off on all of them. Yes, you know, um, Hootsuite ul- style. Yeah, ultimately, it will be. I, I, one of the reasons I, I quite like the fact that there are more coming along. If there's only one, and it's Twitter, there's no incentive at all for them to make it distributed. Exactly. Whereas if there are suddenly there are like half a dozen or or, or, or a dozen. Um, there's going to be the incentive to to to, 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 to yeah to, to have them all uh, federalized in some yeah way. which is what yeah. I, th- I think that's what federated um, that's what Jack wanted ultimately from Twitter um, before you know before he left yeah and he's been he's been posting a few more kind of libertarian things um, on as well Twitter. on Twitter yeah stuff about like the money supply you know because he's quite pro cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin yeah. and you know before he left he posted the link to um, uh, Murray Rothbard. Anatomy of the State. Oh uh, yeah, remember, um, and, and a few things like that. So I, th- I genuinely think he was more libertarian than he was allowed to be at Twitter, which could be partly why he left. What this whole allowed to be thing, though, I'm going to pull you up on that. He was the chief executive for a, more than a decade. Yep. You're saying he didn't have any power. I'm not saying he didn't have any power, but he's beholden to the shareholders. Oh, yeah, I I think that's I think that's just got sellout written all over it though, isn't it? Either, either you've got principles or you haven't. He could, yeah, but he he's he probably thought that he, he was could already do, rich. He, he probably thought he could do more good by being there, and then up, uh, at a certain point <laughs> to, realized to fair, realized that he couldn't. To be fair, the moment he left, a whole raft of new um, COVID misinformation rules came out. Sure, literally the day he left or the day after. Or yeah, because the new the new guys an, an absolute disaster. Yeah, um, so he was probably thinking, look, and and, and it don't, don't 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 forget, it was a thing he created. Yeah. So he wanted he would obviously would have wanted to stay there and try and try and make it as as good as he possibly could. Yeah. I but I again, how did he not have 
the hiring and firing privileges? I mean, he must have sold out too early. He must have given away too much of the company. I think lots of these companies, in order to survive, you need injections of funds. Yeah. And that's what all startups do. Um, is that they, you know, they're, they're kind of forced into these deals just to survive, and they make a lot of money out of doing it, but then they, you know, they they, they lose control. Yeah, you know, it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, you see, it, it's interesting. Though, the, the the other platform I want to talk about is Substack. Okay, they're completely different. Haven't been on there yet. Either. Have you not? No, You're I've not read s- I've read the occasional article that I someone's posted on. Yeah, or you've sent me. I've seen stuff on Twitter. So, so have you seen the, the rise on Twitter? of the posted Substack article. You must have seen more something.substack.com links yeah, recently. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I've been consuming for well over six months now um, Substack articles. Um, Are they not just blog posts? Yes. Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blog hosting platform. Right. But, a bit like Medium and those other ones, is it? Yep. But this is what I wanted. I do want to talk about how they've just kind of nailed it, though. Okay, and because you can get these things wrong. Yeah, let me introduce WordPress. <laughs> you know, they have made a platform that is incredibly easy to use. Easy to use as a consumer or a producer or both. 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 It has to be both. Okay. Um, so you. You subscribe to people's um, to people's Substack accounts, um, and you know they they get a subdomain, so it's very very simple. They get alexberenson.substack.com. You go to that, you're immediately presented with um, with a button saying, "Do you want to subscribe?" Uh, and you just put your email address in and you click subscribe, and you are from that point, from one click, you are subscribed for the free version of what everyone is producing now not everyone has paid for offerings um not everyone has free offerings but vast majority of people um most stuff is free and they have various tiers uh and so it offers you do you, you know do you want to pay pay a subscription for this or do you want to just try it out for now on the on the free stuff so it's very it's very gentle it's it's, it's direct in saying here is it, is it here it is if you want to pay for it but there's no pressure and then once you're subscribed, you then either use their reader site, which aggregates all of the places you, you subscribe to in one feed. And so that's just a website, you know, and it's, it's in beta. And it's, again, pleasant enough to use. Or what I do, which is they all automatically email you whenever, um, whenever they post something. I think that's controlled by the... By the content producer, I think they can choose whether or not something gets emailed out or not. Most of them do, and so now I'm getting my my feed is my inbox again of articles. Now, some people again, it's really interesting. Some people use it almost like Twitter. The people that have been banned <laughs> will often use it. They'll post something really short. They'll put a quick screenshot in, and this is where clearly it's very easy to create a post with media in. You write, you write a headline, you write a subtitle, you write some headings, you write a bit of text, you paste a, paste a picture in, you put a link in, you put a tweet in, whatever. Clearly, it's very easy to produce that. That format obviously works fine on a mobile phone, even on an email, but they've got the formatting. They've, you know, they've nailed it on, even just receiving it as an email. Um, so I get, I get emails all the time. Some are very, very long form, proper essays. 
Um, others are just short observations about tweets people have made. So people use it in different ways. Um, but I, I, I sit and read through a number of those articles now a day, as opposed to trawling through a getter feed or a Twitter feed if I'm lurking on there or the Telegram groups. Do you, do, you, do you ever remember, I don't know if you got into blogs, but do you ever remember Google Reader? Yes, Cause that was as an RSS feed reader, wasn't it? Yeah, because that was the, other than search, that was the best thing Google ever did, and they, and they canned it. Because yeah. basically what they'd do is you'd, you'd register with Google Reader, you'd use your Google account, and then you'd just put in all the RSS feeds of yeah. all the blogs that you read. And it would... It would aggregate them, as you said, yep. but you could you could go onto you could just go onto the web onto the, like the Google Reader thing, and and you could kind of read you know articles on there, or you could or lots of blog aggregators on your phone on your iPad, this kind of thing would use the same thing. And if you read it on your phone, it, it would, would suddenly say it'd mark it as read, so yeah. you you know your unread count would would follow you everywhere, and that used to be really handy. But then you know I don't I don't know if there's I stopped when they stopped that. I stopped reading as many blog posts because yes. I would, you know, I wanted to be able to read yes. it on my phone and then on my laptop and not have to keep two in sync, so which back, was a real pain. Back when, back when I had a Windows phone, yeah, we're talking Windows Phone seven and then eight. Um, that I had some great RSS feed reader apps on there. That was back when yep. reading blogs was was the thing. Um, and and they were they were aggregated in exactly the way you uh, you've described, but they would present a feed that you would scroll down, and then you go, oh yeah, I'm interested in that one, and you'd you know a bit like the a bit like a podcast yeah uh, you know app um, as well. I find it fascinating that I mean that RSS what was it really simple syndication <laughs> that always stands for um, fantastic notion. I don't understand why it hasn't taken off. I mean obviously. Podcasts are RSS feeds. That's mm. how they work. But as a as a blogging thing, there were people had their own blog, or people would use one of the free blog services, like like the WordPress site, or like was it called Blogger? Was that the Google Blogger? One? Blogger was another. Yeah, and there's Blogspot as well. Blogspot, and... yeah. Um, and so having your own blog was a was a thing, uh, and then you'd subscribe to some people's and, and whatever. I find fascinating. Bearing in mind we're all about free markets and and that interoperability of that cross-platform you know stuff which an rss feed having a having a common standard that's not dictated to by some governing authority that people adopt because it makes sense and, and allows people to um to use different platforms to consume their content it makes perfect sense seems to have been kind of pushed aside so i don't know whether that that is you know market forces in favour of the places like Medium and now Substack. Substack people have gone to because, again, right now, for now, it appears to be a place where you can write whatever you like, for example, about COVID, about vaccines, and and not be banned. It's And it's because of, again, a, a few... You know, in the same reason that you know Robert Malone went over to Getter, I'm sure that was a, a trigger point for Getter. Alex Berenson was the first person I subscribed to on Substack when he got banned from Twitter, which was the middle of last year, and started reading his stuff on there. And then slowly started just finding more people, either that had been banned or people that, while hadn't been banned, knew that they'd chosen to use this as their way of writing long form. Because again, 
Twitter's not long form. Getter's not long form, even though it's more characters. So if you want to see them writing something, you've either got to seek out their own website or, oh, look, it's all convenient. They've all got a Substack account. So because they've made it easy to consume and simple to subscribe to, it's still it's still multiple places though because I'm not I you know we've got our blog um, yeah you know, lots of other people you know even even things like uh, you know some articles on the Telegraph and stuff you could you could subscribe to you know the RSS feeds of that I used to, do. So I I used used to, to subscribe to the RSS feeds of people on on a number so of there needs the newspaper sites. there needs to be an, 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 a Google Reader type thing. maybe there is maybe there's and I've missed it every but. time. I go and look for one. I never find anything satisfactory. It's mm. almost like they're being suppressed in some way. It's like, you know, why did Google remove Google Reader? Why? Why would they do that? Presumably not making any money out of it. Well, but they're not making any money out of loads of bits of Google. Why, why didn't they use it to somehow curate and control the information that you consumed? Or was it that they couldn't? Was it an app where they couldn't do that? Because you were very, you very much were controlling what you consumed with it, and so they don't want that. They want people to go through a platform. I don't know. That's the you know, be, conspiracy theorist in me saying that they didn't want you to have control over your feed, um, and so they would rather promote sites. They don't like. I'm sure they don't like Substack at the moment because Substack are letting people write all of this dangerous, misleading COVID misinformation. Um, but that's the place where people are. But, so, stuff that's happened very, very recently. You've got um, Neil Young and, uh, and Spotify, and then Joni, um, Mitchell. Joni Mitchell, and now there's, there's others coming out of the woodwork as well. Um, and, and then the most recent thing is um, Substack is now on the radar um, of, um, of the mainstream media and you know, sharing things about the disinformation doesn't basically every single person that I subscribe to on Substack and I pay for some by the way I don't pay for all of them um, but I, I pay I pay for some some that are really good some that are properly worth it when you say when you say on the radar are people warning about going to Substack there are the now same mainstream way? media articles saying look at that Substack is terrible in the same way that they're coming after Spotify and there's been you know letters from doctors and petitions or whatever same things now start happening with Substack look at all these people here that are uh, spreading all this vaccine misinformation and COVID misinformation we should ban that platform we should put pressure on them we should everyone should remove their it's this it's exactly the same thing it's the outrage mob but it's now got the focus of the mainstream media because obviously they're dying mainstream media the you know the the stats on newspaper outlets from America and um, and cable news networks and things like that, their their viewership and readership have absolutely plummeted. And I know there's been a downward trend anyway, but in 2021 it absolutely plummeted. So they're they're doing anything they can to destroy any form of opposition. But obviously what they're doing is they're pointing out to those people who've never heard of Substack. Look over here. Well, that, yeah, that's a Streisand, Streisand, effect. Streisand effect, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And, and Robert Malone, that there's the Malone effect with banning him, him going on Joe Rogan. But then now, so so Spotify have now released um, a new set of guidance. And they're Joe gonna, Rogan, they're, they're going to be putting warnings. They're going to be putting warnings on. Joe Rogan's now done a little short video. Um, I think it's on his Spotify account and on yeah, it was Instagram. on Instagram. 
done a little five minute video saying he thinks, oh, I think the warnings are a great idea. <laughs> and yeah, I, th I think it is a good idea. I think I'm going to try and put more, more people that disagree with the people that everyone disagrees with on immediately afterwards. So it's like, like, like the concept of BBC balance is what it feels like Spotify have gone. Can you, can you just have a few more people that think vaccines are great? <laughs> That's well, what it feels like. Yeah, what I th I was not surprised at that, but I, I was hoping that he'd say, "I'm, you know, I'm doing my best to get these people on the show mm. at the same time to debate each other or to have a dialectic and get yes. to the truth." You know, I, all these people who are like pro vaccines, come come on, come on, Rogan against Malone and see how you fare. Well, okay, so you, you're aware of um, you know who Steve Kirsch is? You've... No, I've heard you mention. So he's a, a he's a tech entrepreneur. He he invented like. He invented like the laser mouse, right? Okay, um, and uh, he's got a decent pile of cash because he's a successful entrepreneur. Okay, and he was on a podcast. He was on the Dark Horse podcast um, with Brett Weinstein at the same time as was it the same time as Robert Malone or the same time as Pierre Corey? Around that time when they were all coming out and saying, right, ivermectin good, vaccines bad. You know, that's I'm simplifying. He was one of the ones out there. Um, he's more like you and me. He's not a doctor, but he can read and he can think. Yeah, and so he's out there making sure this stuff is 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 known about, is out there, and he's doing the analysis. He's a smart guy, okay? And because of that, he's obviously pilloried in, in the press and everything. He's one, one of the, you know, disinformation dozen. Um, and so he posts, he's one of the, one of the people um, that I subscribe to um, on Substack. He has an open offer on the table. I think it's for $2 million to debate him. Anyone to debate him on the vaccines. Anyone who's willing to go on to have to play the, to have the opposite view as him and say vaccines are great. No one's taken him up on it. And he's directly... Hang on, $2 million. $2 million. I'll do it for $2 million. Go for it. You've got to argue that vaccines are safe and effective. I'll do that for $2 million. I'll, I'll sell out. <laughs> I'll use the money wisely. Why, why hasn't anyone? Why hasn't anyone I'll, from I'll do outside it. done I'll, it? I'll do it. I'll purposely lose. I don't mind losing. I'll lose two million. <laughs> do you have to you have to win the debate, or do you just have to debate him? You just have to debate him. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll put across. I'll, I'll, I'll even put across my best steel I think, man. I think he's. I think he's after someone genuine. Right. Uh, but I could be genuine for two million dollars. He's he's approached people on LinkedIn. Um, Oh, I'm connected to him and to Robert Malone and to Pierre Corey on LinkedIn. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I help share their stuff. Um, I think a couple of them have been banned a couple of times and then managed to come back and whatever, but I'm, I'm well, careful. I, th I thought LinkedIn. Malone was banned from LinkedIn. I think he might be now, yeah. Um, but yeah, two, two million quid to debate someone on the vaccines. And he, he, he specifically approached people and then they just go completely silent. Or, you know, the, or the, he'll, have a, he'll be in a conversation with it and they'll go completely silent when he mentions... Come on then, debate me. And this is not even a a professor, a doctor, a scientist. It's someone you know more akin to us, someone who's done their someone who's a clever person who's done their homework over the last two years and who is outspoken. And I mean, he's he's a fairly loud, brash guy. So I imagine that he would be quite a difficult person to debate. But that's not why they're not doing it. <laughs> Even though there's two million quid involved or a million dollars, whatever it is, mm. I'm sure he upped it because he's got a pile of cash. And I love the fact that he's, that he's saying, "I'll give you this pile of cash if you debate me," but no one will. That's really interesting. I, yeah. wonder, I wonder if anybody will. 
Yeah, why, why, why doesn't the guy... Who's, who's the guy... Because um, they don't want the negative public... Because they know... You know the answer. They'll know they'll get they destroyed. They know they'll get destroyed. And so they'll be there. They're, they're, they're thinking a few steps ahead and they'll be going, I know I'll have two million quid, but my career will be over. I will be forever the guy that lost the COVID debate with Steve Kirsch. So is the two million quid good enough to have that feeling and that branding for, forevermore? Yeah, for, for me. You, for, for me. You. <laughs> But that's because you because you don't because I'm poor. But that's because you don't have the career to ruin. Thank you, on, thank you. <laughs> based on having peddled sure, yeah. all of the lies in the first place. I'm surprised some other brash loudmouth though, who just doesn't care about getting owned, would and would just you know try and talk over and and just not and you know the sorts of people who you know it's like when you're arguing with an idiot. Yeah. You know, who who just refuse to lose, even if you present them with the evidence, they will just, you know, just avoid answering what you say, and they will just change the subject all the time. You know, when you're arguing with like a drunk or an idiot. Yeah. Why doesn't one of those people? I don't know. I mean, maybe he's got maybe he's set a few more specific rules on on, sure. on how to get the two million quid, um, two million dollars, should I say? Uh, but I, I, I it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. No, it it really is. It really is. I mean, he's he's someone who posts a lot on Substack. Um, it, it, I, again, it, it's interesting looking at the careers of people. Um, you know, Mike Mike Yeadon, um, Steve Kirsch from Malone. The, these are people towards the end of their careers, or they've had a successful career, and now they don't need to work. So there's really no incentive for them. They're not they're not making money out of out of this. No, and and they've got they've got fuck you money as well, haven't they? Yes, that's my point. That's my point. Yeah, because no we're, we're not cancel. we're not making money. We don't we're not we're not That's trying to, we're not trying to make money, but we don't have fuck you money. No, and but that but our our not making money off this is our uncancelability hmm. because it doesn't matter. No one can no one can take away any money associated with it. So there's no power to take anything away. Uh, but you're right. Uh, the, the the point is they've got the time. I I would love to have the time hmm. to do what Steve Kirsch does. Or Mike Eden, or whatever, and and get into it so much, and just post the hell out of it in terms of in terms of content. And just the reason our blog's be, got nothing on to it to be able to do the, the inve- to, to be able to do the investigation, to have the time yes. to write blog posts, even just to do. And we have more, done a lot of thinking to do and investigation more, to do more podcasts. You know, I mean, um, mm. it will be yeah, it'll be fantastic. Maybe one day, maybe I'll, maybe I'll see if, if he'll debate me for two two million, and then we'll and then you can quit <laughs> I your can, job. I can quit my job and just do this forever. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. But I, I think considering in the last week there's been attacks on Substack, attacks on Spotify. There's oh attacks. I thought you meant a uh, tax. Oh no, sorry, attacks. Attacks. <laughs> no, they're not taxing Spotify or Substack. Yet they want to, I'm sure. Uh, but it's just an interesting. It, we're in an interesting time at the moment. There is a pro- proliferation of platforms, platforms that I'd never heard of a year ago. Well, that didn't get it didn't exist. I assume Substack's been around for a while and it's just suddenly got popular. Could be wrong. In in by at the end of 2020, I was on I was on Twitter. I wasn't on Telegram. I wasn't on tel- um, on Getter. Getter didn't exist. I wasn't on Gab, and I wasn't on Substack. Uh, Gab's the only one I'm not active on at the moment. The rest of them, I don't know, I've, I've kind of dropped Telegram a bit, but 
I know I can go there and look at stuff. I've subscribed. Yeah, the feeds are all there ready if I need to. There's, it's, it's not just Twitter anymore. And that's a, that's, that's a great, great thing, I think. Yeah, I mean, so my, my observations about Twitter, one is, or about social media in general, one is there will, there will never be a platform, there, there can never be a platform for everybody because the left won't allow it. And they yes. just won't be on a platform with anybody else. Yes. Um, right wingers will, and libertarians and liberals, classical liberals, all these people, they will happily share a platform with anybody of yes. any of, of any stripe. But the left won't. Therefore, there will always be. There will always be Twitter. The left and and and, and everybody else. What I think will happen is that Twitter, unless Twitter absolutely goes under, what will happen? is even if the other platforms become bigger, Twitter will be where all the all the left-wingers and all the politicians and the cathedral will be. And it will always be, it will be the only one that will ever be quoted in, in news articles and it will be the only one mentioned... In the corporate media. In the corporate media, yeah. It will be the only one that's in the corporate press, that's on the BBC, that's mentioned in Parliament by politicians. That yep. will be the only one. Even even if Getter becomes twice the size and has twice the subscriber base, it will still only be Twitter that's referred to until you know until they can't do it anymore because it goes well, under. But again, I think that that'll be, that's perfect. Though, isn't it? That's we, we, we want the the corporate media to die, and that's the way to do it is is for them to to ignore these other platforms. I mean, you know, as soon as I see them attacking Substack, I think that's fantastic. As soon as I see them attacking Spotify, I think that's fantastic. Now, it, it's a question of, and and you know, Keir Starmer's been up in Parliament talking about the dangers of Telegram. You know, but basically, within within a couple of months of me joining any one of these platforms, politicians and the media start talking about how dangerous they are. So I know I'm in the right place. As, as long as there's a place that that these people are, are saying is bad, um, then I'm there. <laughs> it's certainly it's certainly good. Indica- I'm, I'm never one to just say because because you know I'm because he's for it, I'm against it. But it's 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 a good it's a good indication, isn't it, if politicians are for it. Particularly all politicians. Well, right now, if if you see something marked on one of these platforms as as as, as dangerous or misinformation or misleading or whatever, um, or, or 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 a fact check, if, you know, the fact check is another another part of this. Obviously, um, there's there's a very 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 strong chance that you should do exactly the opposite. Well, so so that of the, whatever they say, and there's there's precedent with this as well. I don't even remember it. I think it was in the eighties. When there were lawsuits about albums having swearing on them, um, and uh, they wanted to the kind of lyrics. they wanted to get them banned, in the end they settled for this logo that said "Parental Advisory Explicit Lyrics" on it. Yeah. Um, so these stickers would have to be on all CDs, and they weren't that happy about it. You know, initially these you know bands like Guns and Roses and all these other rock bands. But what actually happened was kids would seek these out. Of course they would. So it's like, ah, oh, this is this has got explicit this lyrics. Has got swear words. I'm going to buy this over the other one. Yeah. Um, so it was like a it was like a badge of honour, which could be the you know the, the just going back to how we started this with my kind of misinformation. That's almost like a bad. That's, that's kind of a badge oh, of honour for me now. I, I'm, um, I'm sure you're feeling quite good about. Yeah. About that. So uh, it's um, I mean it's it's annoying that people can't can't like it in reply. Um, but it's an acknowledgement that you that you're kind of doing the right thing, I would say. Yeah.
well, what's the quote from uh, the West Wing? If they're shooting at you, you must be doing something right. Which I think very much applies in these situations. But you see, I, I'm, so I'm, I'm lurking less and less on Twitter because I'm these other platforms are so useful to me. Um, one of the things that just drives me insane on Twitter, it's not it's not the warnings, um, like that one. It's not the misleading tags. It's the it's the link you have to click show to show someone's tweet that's been hidden because it might. What's the phrase? It might include something sensitive or something. What's yeah or yeah? I don't even know what the wording is. All I know or, is yeah. All I know is but they're not though, are they? None of them ever. Like ever, they've not got swear words in. They've not got ivermectin in. They've they've not got anything. They're just replies, and it drives me insane having to click that link all the time. It's extra click, when when clearly the algorithms are impressive in a number of ways. I don't know what that one's about. That one just seems to be broken. I think there's a flag, and if there's, there's probably there's probably a flag behind the scenes, and if there's a flag behind the scenes on your account, it will just automatically do that with everyone. Do that with a, a bunch of replies, which is why I'm having to do it all the time because the people I follow mm. or the people that I'm you know consuming my feed have all been tagged in that way, as you say, against the user, not the post. Mm. Um, I mean, the the biggest my biggest criticism is the self censorship that's now going on. Well, I stopped posting altogether on Twitter. Mm. That that was me doing that because I couldn't be couldn't be bothered with it. Mm. And and what what's the answer to that other than other platforms? No, no and hope no. and hope for the reach. I mean, you know, not not everyone I want to be on Getter is on Getter yet, and part of that is a, as I say, a kind of bizarre purity thing. They're on Twitter for God's sake. So how you can be picky about Getter, I, I find really, really bizarre. Yeah, I, I haven't. I'm Okay, so I'm one of those people that's on Twitter and not Getter. Yeah. I was just kind of but waiting. But you're not refusing to go on there. No, I was just waiting for everyone to go on there. Because I don't, I, don't yeah. I, don't, I don't really want to use two platforms. I mean, I don't use Twitter that much as it is. Yeah. Um, but I was just when I guess if you are, so I heard recently that Dave Smith was on there. I'm not sure if Michael Malice is on there, but a few people have since Joe Rogan and Zuby's now on there, but he's not posting as much as he does on Twitter. Right. Um, yeah. Once all these people move across, yeah, then then I'll do that. Or unless somebody creates an aggregator where I can just go onto one oh, thing yeah. and see tweets and getters and parlays or whatever you call them and gabs and, and all that. That yeah. yeah then I'd, then I'd I'd be on everyone for sure. Yes. Why? Why not? Mm. Why not at that point? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm definitely going to in, um, investigate um, Gab a bit more. Uh, I spoke to someone on Getter about Gab, um, who said that it is it. You know, it does feel more Wild West. There's, there's yeah, there is more going on there. Um, but again, it's going to be based on the people that you that you follow, the people you interact with. Um, and unless there's a, you know, a set of rogues roaming around deliberately posting horrible stuff on all your on all your feeds that you've got to kind of constantly be muting and blocking i don't i don't know as i say um uh that that could be the 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 the, the price you pay for a for a more open platform and again i'm using those terms very carefully because it's not a completely you know free platform um what we haven't mentioned um Trump's one that's coming out. Yeah, I heard about that. But again, you try and criticise Trump himself on that and see what happens to you. Yeah, well, and again, I read the terms and conditions the moment that they were released, um, and I I put it in the same category as Getter. Mm. It, it'll it'll 
if people move to it, it will be useful. You will get banned a lot less. Uh, a lot less people, a lot fewer people will get banned. I'll probably, I'll probably join that because I do miss his Twitter feed. He used to be hilarious. I mean, that's what's going to build his that platform very quickly, isn't yeah. it? Because everyone will just go to follow him, even if they're not posting very much. Yeah, yeah. You just want to feed him. I mean, I can stuff. just going back to the terms and conditions. I can, I can understand people following the law. I mean, if it was, if it was my platform, I would say, look, we believe in absolute free speech. Unfortunately, we have to do this. So, if we're you not want to go after an individual, you go after the individual. That's what I'm saying. If, if the police, if someone wants to mm. sue someone. Then you you go to them. You don't go to the platform to shut them down. As I say, that's that's like you know you mm. you target the driver, not the road. And there would still there would still be there would still be some things that you would you would want to ban. I think um, you know you you wouldn't want people posting child pornography on your on your platform. This um, is the argument, though, isn't it, of private rules because it's your platform. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you see the problem with. I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm saying the problem with that is that that gets taken by the left certainly as oh well this is just you know why why are you criticizing twitter when twitter are just a private company coming up with their own rules that's that's the problem with that argument isn't it yeah but that's like saying you can't give um a restaurant a bad review yeah um of, you know of course they can be bad i'm not yeah. i'm not saying i want the government to regulate and them this is i'm why, just saying they're shit and this is why you need more platforms mm. because absolutely you'll have a, a myriad of sets of rules and you can go for the one you like and you go for the one you like actually a couple of other mentions so i was on i've probably still got a user for locals right yes i'm on that um but i've not logged into it for a long time that i didn't find particularly useful and that, that was another one where you can you you often see too many like kind of posts that you can't see if that if that makes sense yes because um, you've not paid for them yeah and i was i was thinking about subscribing to michael malice on there because i do like his his content um and and seeing seeing what that was like for i think it's like five bucks for a, a month or something yeah um, and i might see what i get on there yeah but it, i don't want to it's it's one of those things that i i think i don't want to have to if 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 it cost 50p to subscribe to somebody i'd subscribe to so many people. i'd probably spend 25 30 quid i'd spend more than i'm spending now but at the time. moment yep. i'm not i'm yep. not doing it i pay so I've, I've moved stuff around so i was i was a member of the tom woods elite and then i stopped right. my subscription to that i was also i've been a uh, i've been a very special friend of james dunningpoles for right. for years I've stopped paying him as well, uh, mainly because he was hardly ever posting his "Not My Spectator" column, and that was one of the key reasons I subscribed. Mm. Obviously, you can get the podcast anyway, um, and I, you know, and I wanted to support him, but he, he wasn't posting anywhere near as much stuff, and getting a bit too god bothery to 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 be something I wanted to consume all the time. But but. Similar reasons with, with with Tom Woods. I was just finding the content just being very samey, mm. um, and so the reason I mention that is that um, he had a community on a platform called MeWe. So we used to have a Facebook group. That was where the Tom Woods elite used to hang out. And then I don't know whether they got banned or we saw which way the wind was blowing. No, what um, what happened was the same thing happened to Dave Smith in that Facebook made it so that you had to authorize every single post that somebody oh, stupid, made stupid stupid so obviously so they just completely, cut off so yeah. they got fine no, no. so he went to MeWe so I've got a user on MeWe 
Um, I mean, that was an interesting group to be be a part of for for a while, um, but it was very very narrow. It just shows you what happens if you do get a narrow group of people. Like Unflappable, it's too narrow a group of people mm. to make it useful for more than just, like you say, a WhatsApp group chatting with your mates. And all of the people in the Tom Wood Show Elite were all like-minded people. But you need more than that. And you need people that aren't all bound by the five bucks a month or whatever. Mm. Substack, I, I pay for a couple of people, but I would pay for more. Um I, mean, I, I think you I would. would totally I think these people that. would get more money. They I think would. They would I get think they would. More, it's like it's like you know who sells more cars for yes. Ferrari. Yes. Who makes more money? Yes. You know, Fiat exactly bought Ferrari. Right. Ferrari didn't buy Fiat. E- exactly right. And so uh, when Majid Nuaz, for example, um, lost his job, and immediately said, "Right, I'm on Substack. Here it is. You know, watch this space." Uh, my immediate thought was when he when he posted. This is the, I'm the breadwinner in the family. This is this is my livelihood, and now I don't have a job. My instant reaction was, I want to support you, and I'd be happy to spend a small amount of money a month to support you if you're going to produce good content. You're going to do it here and and whatever else. Um, and I don't I, I I'm I'm on the fence at the moment as to whether whether to do that. He's, he's how saying, much is he? Too much. I can't remember the, the figure, but it was just instantly for me just too much. It was it was approaching ten ten pounds, I think, a month. Right, that's a lot for like one eight, person. Like eight pounds or something like that. That's just a bit too much for a couple of articles a week, kind of thing. It's like I just I'm just not going to be into it that much, and I don't agree with everything he says. If oh no, was, of course not. If it was if it was two pound a month, I'd do it. Yeah, and I'm sure and a as lot, you say, a lot of people 50p, would. I would have so many 50p subscriptions out there. I subscribe to a guy called Techno Tim. On uh, he's got a YouTube channel. This is a proper techie. He's got his own server builds and all this kind of stuff. He's doing home lab stuff for the technical audience among us. And you could subscribe to him on Patreon, Patreon, for a dollar a month. And as soon as I watched one of his videos and liked it, I went and subscribed for a dollar a month. That's $12 a year. More people need to do that. More people need to post stuff. And they need to, they need to post stuff regularly, but they need to do it for tiny amounts of money. Micro payments. I think, I think they'd they make more. Make more I'm sure because they you'd start it and then you'd kind of... Never bother to cancel it. As long as you consume it occasionally, mm. you keep going. How many cups of coffee have and I spent st- on this? Even if it's just one or two things a month, you'd still be worth your buck, course, wouldn't it? Of course, it would. I'm trying to think of the people who I've. So in the past, I mean, I, I did, I did fund the the IEA for for quite some time because I did like a lot of what they for were doing. Longer than you should have done. Yeah, I, I didn't cancel it. It's good because they've they've been they've been pretty Very bad pretty in awful. the last two years. Um, uh, the only other people I've kind of been subscribing to are the people that I was. It wasn't for content; it was just because I wanted to support them. Mm. So things like, so I did, I and I, I know he's a, and at the time he was a multimillionaire, but Jordan Peterson, because I oh, went, I went through a stage, I watched so many of his YouTube videos. Did went you get like to the point where you felt catalog, like you owed him something? And I just thought, thinking he's been producing all this content, I've listened and watched hundreds of hours. Yeah. You know, you know what? I'm just going to give you a year uh, on. And the only reason I stopped was because he pulled off of Patreon, and I didn't yes. follow him. I wasn't sure where he went after that. 
that um, was one of the re- that was one of the reasons I supported uh, James Dunningpot. You know, he was getting, you know, he was losing his jobs in places, mm. and I'd been consuming his podcast for so long. I mean, I haven't listened to the last seven or eight of his of his podcasts, but like us, you know, both coming off of um, London Calling, oh, yeah. months ago, awful, um, just just. Just not not pleasant, not enjoyable to mm. um, to listen to. But it was about. almost like like for the stuff he'd done in the past, and I felt the same with Euron Brook. So again, yes, I'm, I haven't I'm, listened to him for ages I, either. Yeah, I haven't listened to him for for a while, and I, I stopped I stopped um, subscribing to, to to well not subscribing, but I stopped kind of contributing. But again, I gave him like a year or two. Yes. It was because I was learning so much from like yes. his podcasts and his YouTube videos that I thought, you know what, I've I've got a Decent amount of value here from this guy. So, I'm just going to yeah. give him some cash. Um, Someone else that I have paid money to, and I paid again. I, I did. I, I paid a year upfront for um, is uh, James Corbett. Have you consumed any of his no. things? Okay, this guy has been tireless. Okay, for well over a decade um, on on. All of the nonsense that has been going on and more. I mean, this this guy's out there investigating, you know, nine eleven conspiracies and all that kind of stuff, and, and everything and everything since. Um, proper new world order expert. <laughs> okay, uh, and again, just I got to the point where I was like, this this, this this guy deserves it for for again for the stuff I've I've learned um, or whatever. I haven't. I don't actually consume much of his stuff now, but I totally felt like it was worth it. Um, and so I specifically got into it because he said on his, on his website, you know, obviously you can subscribe in a number of ways, um, but if you want to send crypto, then, you know, email me. So I emailed him. I was like, it feels wrong to pay you in any other way but crypto. So what's your crypto of choice? Uh, uh, and so I sent him some XRP nice. um, uh, a few months ago. Um, and I've now got access to um, all of his articles. He writes as well as um, records. Um, and it's like you know, there's there's a number of podcasts and things and videos and stuff that you've got you've got to be in the right mood for. You've got to be in the right kind of mind space for. And his stuff is like that, whether you read it or um, or watch or listen. I'm, I'm the same with um, with Brett Brett Weinstein. Um, I sometimes I could I could listen to three of his things on the go. <laughs> But then I'm just I'm just completely switched off and I can't I can't consume it anymore. It's like people have got a style and it can be really good, but at the same time it can be it can be off putting depending on the mood you're in. I don't know if you find kind of similar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there, there are some people that I can like. Again, I don't know. It's just because I haven't been listening to him for that long. But Dave Smith and Robbie the Fire Bernstein, are, are part of the problem, pretty yeah. good. The part yeah. of the problem podcast. I I do I don't like. Much of the stuff where he interviews other people, I, I find I find I find Robbie's bits to be insightful. Just, yeah, he's just like a sniper. <laughs> in that, that you know, Dave Smith is Dave the, Smith is, is a bit of a rambler. He's the machine gun. Yeah, and he just takes a scattergun <laughs> approach. Whereas you know, it's it, Robbie is such a sniper of information, and he'll just say these really amazing points, and then he'll shut yeah. up for five minutes, and Dave will expand on the point that didn't perhaps need expanding as much, <laughs> and then Robbie will have this other nugget of information. Yeah, uh, he's really, really good. I, I find it really interesting how my consumption of of this information has changed over uh, over time. So I've been moving between all these different platforms, consuming information because some long form, some short form. Um, 
and I'm I'm I, I was I was a big podcast listener, whereas now I'm not listening to many podcasts at all. I'm more reading Substack articles, and that's that's fitting with where I am currently. Um, it'll be interesting to see what I'm doing in another in another year's time. I've moved from platform to platform to platform. I'm not listening as much. I'm reading more. If what, what's what's Trump one's called Truth or something stupid? Sorry, his, what's Trump's platform? Is it called Truth? I'm not sure. I don't Truth know. Social or something silly? Yeah, could could be. Wouldn't surprise me. Be interesting what what happens there. Whether you know, I want I want big media to to die a horrible death, <laughs> so that these other platforms do become more popular. Popular. There'll be a big increase in podcasting I think and probably more short form and long form podcast if big media does die in the way it should <laughs> well let's let's hope to that absolutely If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.